0: From the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. The president might be at the White House by the end of the day. He was there at Walter Reed, coronavirus. He took some oxygen. That part is made clear. Did he need oxygen? That part has not been made clear. There's a difference between taking oxygen and needing oxygen, ladies and gentlemen. A distinction that media is not interested in, because it seems very clear that way too many in national media, mainstream media, were desperate to create a constitutional crisis, a scene, as opposed to the president contracted the virus, let doctors do their job. Doctors, by the way, who are now guilty of malpractice or something like that, because President Trump went for a joyride, I tell yous. But it wasn't a joyride. It was a thank you to the thousand plus people or more who showed up at Walter Reed to wish him well. There's also reports that somebody kept sending pizzas. Pizzas just kept showing up for these people. The president got in a suburban and took a drive slowly around Walter Reed saying thank you to all of the people who
1: showed up before he did that quick little video reports from the doctors. This is an incredible hospital. Walter Reed. The work they do is just absolutely amazing, and I want to thank them all. The nurses, the doctors, everybody here. I've also gotten to meet some of the soldiers and the first responders, and what a group. I also think we're going to pay a little surprise to some of the great patriots that we have out on the street, and they've been out there for a long time, and they've got Trump flags, and they love our country, so I'm not telling anybody but you, but I'm about to make a little surprise visit, so perhaps I'll get there before you get to see me. Uh, But I just, uh, when I look at the enthusiasm, and we have enthusiasm like probably nobody's ever had. Our people that love the job we're doing, we have more enthusiasm than maybe anybody. So uh, it's been a very interesting journey, I learned a lot about COVID. I learned it by really going to school. This is the real school. This isn't the let's read the book school. And I get it and I understand it. And it's a very interesting thing. And I'm going to be letting you know about it. In the meantime, we love the USA and we love what's happening. Thank you.
0: So that was the president. And then they got into the SUV and they took... Uh, A little bit of a ride. And people are like, how dare the president? Jennifer Rubin lost her mind. I actually have exclusive audio right here of Jennifer Rubin uh, from uh, the, the Washington Post. That's exactly right. She went crazy. Crazy. Told you if Trump is willing to kill people to assuage his ego. I do not understand how any responsible medical person could countenance this. They should have quit and come out to tell the press. They should not be permitted to practice medicine. Will you report doctors involved to the medical board? How could they allow this? How could they allow what? Him to take a a quick drive around? Well, he's wearing a mask. Well, masks won't stop you from getting coronavirus. He's got coronavirus and he has someone less than six feet from him. Wait a second. You told us that masks were the answer. Dr. Redfield told us point blank, clear, without any level of hesitation, that wearing a mask was everything. If you wear a mask, you'll be safe. If you wear a mask, everything will be good, as a matter of fact.
1: And I will continue to appeal for all Americans, all individuals in our country, to embrace these face coverings. I've said it, if we did it for six, eight, 10, 12 weeks, we'd bring this pandemic uh, under control. These actually, we have clear scientific evidence. They work and they are our best defense. I might even go so far as to say that this face mask is more guaranteed to protect me against COVID than when I take a COVID vaccine. So if he's wearing the mask, everybody in that
0: SUV is more protected, right? No? Huh. Well, now we're left with questions. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, 833, got Tony, 833-468-8669. We often discuss that the political left overplays their hand time and again and again and again and again. When they have what can be for America a winning argument, they just ruin it by going beyond what is rational and normal. The argument should have been, we want the president to be well but we are going to remain firm and committed to the idea that we need to social distance and wear masks. And we want everybody doing this. We need to lessen the opportunities for this virus to spread to other people and social distancing and, distancing and masks do that. We need no more proof. People can get the virus and we want them to be well and healthy, including the president. But we want people to social distance and we want them to wear masks and we are committed to to saying this again and again and modeling this behavior the behavior that will clearly be more beneficial to America that could have been the answer that could have been everything they didn't do that they tried Rachel Maddow tried uh, Stephen Colbert tried you know what they got told Pfft, I hope he dies they got told I hope he dies by whom? Zara Rahim. Oh, I'm sorry. You don't know Zara Rahim. Former national spokeswoman for Hillary Clinton 2016. She was also an Obama White House staffer. Tweeted out, I hope he dies. Former Elizabeth Warren campaign staffer. Max Berger. No one should feel bad for him. Trump did this to himself. Now, let's make the argument that Trump did this to himself. He didn't wear a mask enough and he did this to himself. Okay, feel free to say that. You don't want to feel bad for him, that's fine. If Max Berger had just tweeted out, Trump did this to himself, no one should feel bad for him, that would be a take. That's not what he said. He said Trump did this to himself, he inflicted the same misfortune upon millions of others. No, he didn't. That's a lie that's a lie and that's where they go too far they go overplaying their hand Max continued he's a corrupt white supremacist criminal who's responsible for more deaths than 9-11 in the wars in Vietnam, Korea, Iraq and World War I combined oh well that's a take that's not a take that gets you anybody to take you seriously that's a take that we utilize to say, yeah, that's, that's a bit too far. Then there's the whole bunch of blue check marks, meaning people verified on Twitter. Burn in hell, you mother. I can't say the rest. Can't uh, say uh, the rest. A nice thing about all this is that he's still, gonna, he'll, he's still around to see how happy we're all going to be when he dies. And then, of course, you had congressional candidates hoping that he dies not just him the first lady as well Steve Cox congressional candidate out of California no I'm not in terms of uh, wishing them the best I hope they both die I don't think I've ever actually hoped someone dies I may have but even Barack Obama who I did not like and I did not want re-election I never thought was a good kind or decent man I didn't want him dead I wanted him out of my life there, there's a serious, serious difference between the two things. So here we have the president getting coronavirus. Here we have people wishing death on him. The president announces it from the White House and goes to Marine One, flying over to Walter Reed Hospital. Who's there? Jim Acosta. And what does Jim Acosta have to say about all this? The key thing he notes, the president didn't speak to the press. I'm I'm sorry, what? It's a picture of President Trump walking over to Marine One, the helicopter, and the tweet says, Trump did not stop for questions. You wanted Donald Trump to stop for questions? He's supposed to walk over and talk to the press. He has coronavirus. If he walks over and talks to the press, Jim Acosta is tweeting out, President Trump irresponsibly talks to the press. That's insane. That's insane. They had no read on where he was at the moment. The symptoms had just started happening. They said, you know what? It's best that you're at a hospital. Now, I will argue that they said it's best that you're at a hospital because you're the president of the United States. If it was you, me, and we, we'd be home for those few days and kind of see where everything went. And then if the breathing got really problematic, we'd go to a hospital. Or started to get problematic, we'd go to a hospital. i got to believe that's the way people would have handled it. He's the president. You take him to a hospital. He's angry, is Jim Acosta, that the president didn't come say hello and give him a cookie. And then the same press is upset that the president waved at supporters. So you've got a political left, even though they were told, hey, don't wish for death, aggressively wishing for death. You have, by the way, Speaker Pelosi, who's like, oh, maybe the president learned his lesson now. She's the one not wearing a mask in the the salon. And then you have media, any which way the president moves, deciding that it's wrong and it's ridiculous and it's evil. We asked the question on Friday, how does this affect the election? And I said very clearly, I didn't know. Well, it's Monday. I have a clearer view. And I think that watching this hatred is going to bring out the vote. I think you're going to see turnout numbers that are surprising. I think that less, with less than a month to go to the election, the political left managed to put on a Kavanaugh-type show. I'm talking about Brett Kavanaugh, the Supreme Court justice. What they did to Brett Kavanaugh? Insane. What they did to Brett Kavanaugh? Obscene. And people remembered. And people got angry. Well, I think to an extent they do remember still, even though long-term memory is not what Americans are, are best at. But watching this, the president's coronavirus, and you're going to laugh. By the way, the joke that's going on out there, even even coronavirus doesn't choose Biden. It's a pretty good joke. It's a pretty good joke, right? If you're going to make a joke, that's that's solid. And I appreciate sure I've seen it on Twitter. It got brought up to me over over the weekend. Uh, pretty pretty good joke but you're you're this is what, this is how low-end, low-rent indecent you are the president shows up to the to pay his respects to Ruth Bader Ginsburg and the crowd boos him and screams vote him out he gets coronavirus they wish death on him and people are going to say yeah i don't think i want those people in charge i don't think i want those people deciding my future Now, depending on what state you you live in, you you are very close, if you're not already there, to the last day of registration or not even being able to register to vote. But if you're registered, yeah, I think you're coming out. I think people are sickened by what they're seeing. Flat out sickened by this. There's a second one that was brought up to me by uh, someone who uh, I, I was talking with, but it was off the record. But I'll share the story, but not the person. And they said, one of the things that this does is this gives Trump a very personal conversation with America. I said, okay, that's interesting, right? You had some symptoms you can talk about and you heard President Trump there say, I get it. Well, I don't know what he gets. I'm assuming we're going to hear this from some kind of address that the president's going to do uh, from the Oval. Maybe maybe a, a, a press conference, but they're going to say, well, did you really have coronavirus or did you make it up? That's actually a, a theory being floated out there that the president made it up. Hey, what, what am I supposed to do? What's the gain? What, what's the gain? Well, he got coronavirus and then, you know, he's fine. And uh, therefore, he lessens people's worry about it and people feel more confident and it helps in the reelection bid. You're going to pull a muscle from reaching that hard. I'm, I'm telling you what they're saying. That is, that is, woo. Joy Reid, that's what she's saying.
1: Yeah, no, no, that's, that's not what happened.
0: However, I will say this. If the president is back at the White House today, people are going to say, okay, we can get through this. Now, the weird thing is that the people who have had a harder time with it, it's a virus. It affects people differently. Some people get the flu, some people don't. Some people got coronavirus, some people didn't. Some people were asymptomatic, some people had serious symptoms. How's the First Lady? That's my question. Chris Christie got it. Kellyanne Conway got it. Senator Ron Johnson of Wisconsin got it. Senator Tom Tillis of North Carolina got it. How are they? Everyone reacts differently. Everyone deals with it differently. Their bodies handle things differently. Right? Right? But I think seeing the president after three days being back at work and being up is going to make people say, if that 70-year-old fat bastard could do it, so can I. I mean, that's how they're going to say it, right? That's 100% how they're going to say it. If that out of shape McDonald's eating Diet Coke, swigging fool can do it, me too. I think that it does have an effect of... Holy cow, this guy can actually do anything. Or holy cow, we can really get through it. I don't maybe I don't have to worry about it as much. Maybe I don't have to panic about it as much. But if I'm President Trump, I'm also talking about make sure you wash your hands and there's nothing wrong with wearing a mask. I think you're going to hear some talk like that. Now remember something about masks? masks were about reducing the spread to not overwhelm hospitals right everything we were doing was about flattening the curve that's why we shut down society flatten the curve isn't that also part of the whole mask conversation or does masks move us into another conversation of this is how it spreads and we don't want it to spread maybe that's not the right answer now Again, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. When we go back to the beginning of this, one of the things that we talked about is maybe culturally America will change. Asian cultures, they wear masks when they're sick. Maybe it's not the worst idea in the world. Notice I said when you're sick as opposed to mandates saying everybody has to wear a mask. I don't believe anybody should be forced to wear one. I don't think there's anything wrong with leadership being proactive in supporting the concept, utilizing the bully pulpit. So maybe President Trump now is going to start doing something like this. I don't actually know. What I know is the left overplayed their hand through their outright insanity. They cannot control this themselves. They cannot in de- engage decency. They can't do it. Rick Wilson, so-called Republican, part of the Lincoln Project, a scumbag. I want to be quoted. His tweet from October 2nd, I don't think his story is going to have a happy ending. Then you've got another tweet saying, guess we'll find out just how close Trump and Hope are, if you know what I mean. Meaning Hope Hicks, who supposedly gave the president coronavirus. Right? Because the president's having sex with her or something. Then George Conway Wife, a uh, husband of Kellyanne Conway, he failed to protect the country. He couldn't even protect himself. Kellyanne Conway now has uh, coronavirus. It's so overplaying the hand, and the people are going to respond. That's my take. That's where we're at. That they can't figure out how to be decent, and even when Joe Biden is leading the charge on being decent, the rest of the party says, "Nah." You see, Joe Biden had it right in the debate. He is the Democratic Party now. What he forgot was that the Democratic Party is no longer the Democratic Party. They're the progressives. And they don't give a damn about Joe Biden or his so-called morality. I'm Tony Katz.